Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next guest is Adrienne Franklin, and she has a whole lot to say. She's very passionate about an organization that she works for called Days for Girls. This is about feminine hygiene. This is about menstrual care. It's about education. It's about partnerships and, and, and cultivating social enterprises and, and, and mobilizing volunteers. And Adrienne and I talk about uh, things that are really, you know, in some ways they're going to seem really groundbreaking, and yet they're just so simple and so natural and so community-based and so family-based uh, and rooted in, in this sense of uh, a good relationship. And so we talk about things like trust and oppression and poverty and how it's all connected. We talk about building community. And I think you're going to really enjoy uh, this next interview with Adrienne. She has uh, plenty to say about the work that she's so passionate about as she uh, works here uh, locally in Ontario to mobilize girls and, and women to to, to grow this uh, world into a stronger uh, and better global community. She's coming right up in a couple of, uh, well, in a couple of seconds, I guess. And don't forget davidpecklive.com for uh, information about my uh, writing and speaking and face-to-facelive.ca for more uh, information about podcasting. And if you'd like to come alongside and support the work that I do, you can do that through patreon.com. Coming right up, Adrian Franklin speaking about a whole lot of things, including Days for Girls. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a very special guest today. Adrienne Franklin is here from Days for Girls. She's here to talk about a whole lot of things that I'm pretty sure are going to make a few people uncomfortable, and that's a good thing. Uh, here's the vision statement for Days for Girls. Every girl and woman with ready access to feminine hygiene by 2024. Daysforgirls.org. Adrienne, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. So tell me more about uh, what the organization is about, and I'm really interested to hear more from you about uh about why why days for girls and not something else a little bit about your story before we start maybe getting into you know some of the issues okay so days for girls in a nutshell quickly is um we make and educate uh girls and women 
um, and we give them kits to manage their periods, basically. Uh, so in many, many parts of the world, women have no access to any lasting hygiene solutions. Uh, so that means they're missing work and they're missing school. So we come in, we, we do an education piece, we give them a kit that lasts a few years, and um, we hopefully leave them better off than when we went there. I got involved, um, I was home in Nova Scotia, and I was looking for quilting fabric on Kijiji, and there was a posting for someone who needed quilting fabric to make feminine hygiene kits. Wow. And so I was like, interesting. Yeah, sure. I'm a woman, I'm a teacher, I have daughters. Interesting piece. So I followed the link through to Days for Girls. So was it, was it like an ad? It was a like Kijiji, a yeah, like, like a, a Kijiji fish. ad for needing fabric. Interesting. Because that's part okay. of our kit. Okay. We, we need a lot of fabric. Okay. So I came back to Ontario and thought about it for a bit. I went uh, to the Oakville Sewing Center and asked her if she'd heard of it. I said, have you heard of Days for Girls? And she said, oh, yeah, actually, if you start a team, I can help you out with fabric. Um, and you can use our, my sewing room for volunteers. Amazing. One step closer. Then I contacted the Brampton team. And she was keen to meet. I went to one of her sewing workshops, saw what it was all about, and decided, sure, I can handle this. <laughs> and um, so I created a team. I signed up online, uh, got everything I needed team, to have. Team, teams like a, like a chapter, like, is it like a book club, but with a bit more of a purpose, would you say? Kind of. So a team basically can be started by one person right. with a plan. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. Um, and I, I could sew and I could do all these things that I needed to be able to do. Um, so I, I did that and then I started recruiting people. So okay. once I was an official team and got my logo and, and my patterns and everything you need to make the kits, then I started trying to get the word out. Okay, so uh, so okay, so you're clearly crafting, you're you're doing a whole lot, it sounds like already. What what what, what are these kits? So the kits are um, they come in a pretty bag. And the girls can double those uh, for use as a backpack to go to school. My team has decided, my volunteers and I decided, we will focus mostly on girls and school. Because I'm a teacher, there's a bunch of teachers involved on my team. So we want to focus more on getting girls. And the key to getting girls is to get them when they first get their period. So, so hang on a sec. Yes. What do you mean girls? You mean girls versus women? Like older, like a certain, do you mean a certain age group? So we kind of differentiate. Girls would be ones in school. Oh, uh, And oh, women okay. would be ones we're trying right. to keep at work. Right. So right. our target group ideally would be around 12, right? Because in a lot of countries, that's when girls start dropping out of school. Because their options are terrible to manage their periods, so they often stay home. And then when you're behind a week out of a month, of school, right, right, there's right. not Kumon, there's not all these tutoring services to catch you up. They just kind of fade out. It's where it's it's just so fascinating, you know, from a development perspective, and how 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 connected, how interconnected it all really is, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm sure our conversation is going to go to things like about clean water and gender violence and disparity and 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 and, and all all of that, right? Because mm -hmm. it's kind of all connected, it right? Is, it's education, yes. and Absolutely. and then what does that mean? It means I can't get a job, and it's just it's fascinating, mm -hmm. right? We just the things that we take for granted, Absolutely. right? Something so simple. Mm -hmm. um, Right, so 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 let's get back before we get too 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 deep. Um, yeah. The kits, so pretty mm -hmm. bag, pretty bag, uh, double as a backpack. Yep, double as a backpack. Yeah. that's the opener. Yeah, and then when they open up the kit, um, they're gonna get two big Ziploc bags, and that's to carry the soiled pads around to wash them in. Um, they're going to get two what we call shields. Um, so they basically look what, like what we would be used to as a pad here. They snap around your underwear. 
They're made of cotton, and then inside there's a, a layer of PUL, polyurethane laminate, and that's watertight. So they actually won't leak. Um, so even if they go through things, it won't go through. And then we get, they, they get two of those, and then they get eight flannel liners. And those are kind of double layered that you can fold up and insert. And that's what takes the brunt of the period, and that's what they would wash the most. And those are made of nice soft flannel. Um, people that have used the kits say they're very comfy. And then we give them soap and a washcloth. We know, and they shouldn't last two to four years, those parts of the kit shouldn't last that long. Um, so we do try to hook them up then with other agencies that can supply them with general hygiene uh, When you say agencies, is that a World Vision? Is that a plan? Is that a Whoever's is that in a their UNICEF? area, really. Right, Yeah. Right, and there's right. other organizations, organizations in Canada that um, just ship hygiene kits, and right? And probably plenty of local organizations, too, I would imagine. In, yes. In, that are, I would hope. Dep depends on the community, right? Absolutely. Depends on the country, depends on the community, the province. And, it's, and how yeah. far off the beaten path yeah, they are. Yeah, to totally. How rural, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. How accessible. And then, the so, last, sorry, the last thing yeah. they get is a little picture instruction card. Oh, okay. For yeah. how to use it with no right. words, because right. we're in over 110 countries. So yeah. we translate wow. it that many wow. times. Wow. And then on the back of that is a cycle tracker for a year. So hopefully showing them that, you know, this is, it's, it's a regular thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to so, happen. So yeah. so 110 countries, and, and is it a million girls that Days for Girls wants to reach? By, By the end of this year, we should have distributed a million kits at the rate we're going. And do they have a goal in mind, or is it just kind of, this is going to exist in perpetuity until this is... This is a global thing. This is done. We're done. Yeah. So I think the only way we'll be done is when every woman on the planet has an has access to something usable, durable, right. Right. Um, clean, safe. Right. Um, and right now, so like as we speak, 800 million women have their periods right now on the planet, and at least 300 million of those have no way to manage it. Yeah, it's wild. So it's, it's like our one million sounds huge, but yeah. it's really it's like a drop close. in the bucket. I love the tagline, every girl, everywhere, period. <laughs> exactly. It's so good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's so good. So, so your your team, I yes. think I've heard you say them, you've called them a team a couple times. Yeah. You guys get together and make these kits. We do. And you fundraise. We do. And you're out speaking. Yep. Writing articles, <laughs> posting on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. those things. Yes. Yeah. 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 So and do you have a good group? So our team is about, I would say we have 20, 25 regular wow, volunteers. that's amazing. Um, they don't all come out. We meet once a month generally, like okay. a Monday night and a Tuesday morning to okay. try to meet everybody's needs. Right. We have some people that work at so at home. Okay. Um, some people, we have quilters guild, some of them that just want to make one part. Other people make different parts. Some people just iron wow. or wash. There's just so many jobs that go into yeah, it that I, I, it you don't sounds, need a special skill to come. No, it sounds really uh, like a, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going there's on. There's a lot going all on. All the time. <laughs> so, but you're also trying to raise funds. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So each kit in Canada costs about $15. Okay. Oh, I should have mentioned they also get two pairs of underwear. That's key. Oh, okay. Forgot about that. So a lot of girls will have school uniforms, but they don't come with underwear. So we give two pairs of underwear. Um, so that's one of the biggest expenses in the kit. We don't, we can't make underwear. So from, so somebody says, oh, this is great, Adrian, but you know, it's, it's a stopgap. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you say to that? Do you say, no, well, hang on. We, we connect to local organizations. This is about education. It's about, it's about uh, bringing these 12 year old girls into a world that they didn't, well, they do know it exists clearly, but they don't know what their options are. Cause now we're talking about seems to me choice and dignity and and, and freedom and all kinds of things, all right? kinds of yeah. things yeah yeah which is wonderful right so I agree it is a one-time drop like of the items but what we're trying to grow more of now are what we call micro enterprises 
So there are about, um, I'm going to say 15 countries with those that may not be accurate. Um, but this is where um, people can go to Days for Girls University and mm. they can be trained on how to make the kits in their own country. Right, which is fantastic. And right? that becomes a sustainable Because now you're using local products, you're not importing all this stuff, it's you're, right. you're building economy and so on. And so right, on. Yeah. and then yeah. by teaching the women to sew, and we don't just say you can only make Days for Girls kits for the rest of your life. Now you know right. how to sew. Right. Now you have a trade. Right. Right. So when you're right. not making and selling kits, maybe you're making and selling other things to the community. So it gives women employment options as well. Any, any men in your team? Any men in your group? My team doesn't have any. My husband is the treasurer for Days for ah, Girls Canada. Okay. So, so he he hears about periods business. all the time. <laughs> he hears about periods all the time. It's very funny one. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say men I speak to are very the ones that get it, get it. Like So so yeah. so that's funny. So so he hears about periods all the time. Um, are we are we not really okay with talking about this kind of stuff? I mean, you know, because we could there's there are a few subjects right sex religion politics and death probably are the four doozies that yep. most people don't want to talk about it's i would add periods and you'd add <laughs> let's add a fifth one to that right so 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 is that you know is that changing a little bit is our our, our uh, i mean you're not you're probably it's not dinner conversation typically right it's not usually but you're unless clearly, there's a good article clearly you're trying to change that and i am I, and, and why is that? Why are we so afraid to talk about something so human, so basic, so fundamental to, to, to yeah. Our existence? To, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I have no idea. I've never really, yeah, I've never really sort of thought about periods this much in a, in, in a right. confined period of time. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, exactly. We're Simple, all here basic. because a woman had a period, right? If, <laughs> yes. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. And I would say it is still very taboo. Like, I talk about it with some friends. When Hang I talk, on, taboo here? Here, even yeah, here. forget about uh, Forget, like, yeah, over in yeah. other parts of the world, the, yeah. the beliefs about it are amazing. Yeah. Like, the cultural and religious beliefs about periods in amazing other parts of the world, in a horrific in way. In a horrific way. Okay. In a horrific way. And it's a really easy way mm. to keep women and mm. girls down. Mm. And I think that's so. Now we're it. talking about oppression. There's right? so much. Yeah. Like, there's just Power so struggles. much built into yeah. periods. Yeah, yeah. But even here, mm. I mean, I was, I was, so I was supply teaching at a high school uh, last week, and I was reading the book Periods Gone Public. So it's about research about periods around the world. And when the kids would see what I was reading, they started snickering. These kids, right. they're grade ten. I'm like, okay, guys, all you girls probably have periods. Yes. Guys, yes. like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And well, there's they're still snickering about it. I was like, this is a normal word. Yeah. But yeah. I come up to that when yeah. I present to some groups, people are taken aback what they when they because Days for Girls has a hidden, like it doesn't say periods like managing right. periods right. for girls, and when they find out what it is, some people get a little, a little squeamish or a little right. taken aback. Yeah, it's weird. Well, I mean, my, so my son, and I'm sure he's gonna hate this, but anyway, he's you know 12, <laughs> and we're, I mean, I consider myself pretty pretty open. Right. Pretty liberal, pretty left, pretty, yeah, throw it on the table, let's have a conversation. Right. And so lately, or recently, we've been having, you know, more sexual, sexually driven conversations. We're talking about what's going on in the world, what's happening, what are you seeing on your device, what are your friends, you know, all the... And, you know, for Mr. Liberal over here, it's it's a little odd, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. It's not my favorite thing to do, and right. yet I think... I think what Elizabeth and I have learned, what we've learned in our family is that, or at least what we hope we're learning is that this, 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 um, I don't know, this, uh, this, uh, 
we're trying to just everyone's trying to remain included in in a conversation right so so it's not about right and wrong it's not about this or that it's mm -hmm. about tell me more right it's yep. about what what happened how does it make you feel this kind of thing it sounds on a certain level kind of corny i suppose but the idea is that we're not just giving you know our kids a book to read and then you know off you go into the world there you know there you mm -hmm. have it and, the, and google by the right. way yeah. right Yay. right and <laughs> yeah. your friends yes. right which Whoa, terrible so <laughs> so it's fascinating to me that it you use the word taboo cuz mm -hmm. i mean you just i don't know it just sounds so sort of I don't know, old school, archaic. I know. know, it's you weird. You know, prehistoric. I know. <laughs> and then, I, like, I spoke at a high school a month ago, mm. and we were talking about, so I asked them, what's it like having your period now? Like, because I... <laughs> oh, I like, you like you got 500 students? No, you... I was a group of, like, 12 oh, girls. Oh, okay. So okay. I was okay. like, what? like, what's it like now? Because um, I've had mine for 25-plus years, so I'm like, I'm sure things have changed since I was in school, right? And so... I, I told them my experience. I said, well, you went to the bathroom. You might take a friend. The best case scenario, there's a hand dryer in there. You can turn that on while you're changing things so there's no noise. No one knows what's happening. If there's mm. no hand dryer, your friend's wow. job is to talk while you do your, like, change your pad, right? And they were like, same. And wow. I said, come on. And they're like, no, we, like, we do the same thing. You walk in, you turn the hand dryer on. You go in the bathroom, you do your business. And you go back out again. I said, in 25 years, Nothing. we have come nowhere. We've come nowhere. And even in a, in, I'll and hear So why is that? So you're a teacher. Yeah. Elizabeth, teacher. My brother's a principal teacher. Yeah. What's going on? What, what <laughs> is it? Is Are we not talking? About, or Well, you know what? I think we, I think we are talking about it, but in a very particular way or in a very structured way. Or we're allowed to talk about it between one and 2.15 in the period. Right. Sorry, the school period. Right. Right. And then, <laughs> so once, we, and then once we get outside of that, it's now right. taboo again or right. it's, it's uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? It's, you, you can make jokes. I, I just, the snickering does, it's kind of interesting to, to think about where and why uh, that happens. It is, and even adult women, like I'll be in the bathroom and you'll hear people like doing the slow peel or like doing whatever, coughing. I'm like, Come on! Really? I'm not kidding. Well, this is this is like inside information. <laughs> inside for, information. Yeah. Like women still, wow. grown women, wow. still wow. are like it's a it's a, it's a social thing. Like yeah, sure. It's very private. Sure, but it's also social. Like if you have your accident in school and you've leaked. Right. Yep. Now yep. now how do you get to the bathroom with anybody seeing? Right? Right. right. Are you comfortable with your teacher to say, oh, like? Yeah. Can I just sit wow. in here? Like... Yeah, crazy. I, I mean, I, it's it's mind-boggling in a way. <laughs> yes. I think we've we've got it. We've got to go that far. But uh, mm -hmm. so why why this issue? Why are you not driven to uh, to to drill wells to uh, to to work on HIV/AIDS issues or or well, I mean, I was going to say or gender issues, but this clearly is. Mm -hmm. you know, and I'd <laughs> yeah, love to hear issues. your thoughts. I'd love to hear more of your thoughts on that that power that oppression. Uh, that that disparate edge to this whole conversation. Mm -hmm. So, uh, one of the biggest reasons I was drawn to this, number one, is that I could. Like to be honest, um, I help other charities that do things like drill wells and all that stuff. But it's all very interconnected. Mm -hmm. This one, to me, um, once I dug deeper into the period issue and learned that it really is a gender equity issue, um, then it really kind of pulled me in. So it's education, it's gender, it's all that stuff. We. Um, need those other partners like these kits you need water to use them 
you need access to supplies. You need people who believe girls should go to school and build schools that girls can go to. So it's all very interconnected. This one just spoke to me personally uh, because I, there was a gap that needed to be filled in our neighborhood. Um, and I can sew and I can organize people. And, and so it just felt like a really good fit and something that I could be passionate about um, in talking to people. Uh, and, uh, yeah, having access to certain, um, audiences, like being in high schools and being able to chat with people about what's happening these days, is just kind of an added value piece. Mm, mm. Yeah. So, so what's it like going to your local Rotary Club mm -hmm. where the demographic is of a very particular sort again, you know, a certain age and so on. It's early in the morning probably because most Rotaries Breakfast. are all, they're all nuts. They meet at 7 a.m., <laughs> right? Because they want to get to work by 9, which is really quite remarkable. I yeah. love Rotary. I, I just, I, I love the commitment and, mm -hmm. and, and, the, and the passion. Mm -hmm. um, what, what's it like there? What's the reception uh, been like? How long have you been involved now? About two and a half years. Okay, so yeah, yeah I love. You must have some some stories. To I do. Tell. Well, yes. and, and, and there must be some sort of you know patterns. Yeah, uh, you know? there are. <laughs> so I would say so. My first speaking engagement ever was, I I I'm not I don't love public speaking, um, but a woman at my gym is involved in a Rotary group, and she said she knew what I was doing. She's like, why don't you come talk? I'm like, seriously? She's like, yeah, it'll be fun. Like, it'll be fun. fun. Yes. And so I get there, and, and it's a group of, there were maybe five women, probably about 20 men, 50 plus. Um, Great. And they were just like, you know, yeah. Adrian, you know, she helps with a charity that they help girls and women and yes. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, they didn't say period yet. <laughs> so yes. I get up there. It is 730 in the morning. Yep. And I said, <laughs> so funny. I was it's like, almost like you got to take a comedic approach. almost. You, you, right? Like if you don't open like that. Yeah. So yeah. I said, yeah. hey, guys, like 730. Hope you're enjoying your breakfast. Now let's talk about periods. <laughs> and they all just kind of looked at me and some of them kept looking down. But um yeah, they were very attentive. Like, I was very scared because I'm like, this mm -hmm, is not my target. Mm -hmm, I pictured mm -hmm. my target audience as being, like, people my age and older, yeah, women. well, high schools maybe, right? <laughs> high yeah, schools, school teacher and... if they're socially involved. But this was definitely not the group I was anticipating. So I was a little taken aback. They could not have been more receptive. Hmm. They ended up giving me um, enough money to buy this die-cutting machine that speeds up the process of making the kits substantially. Um, and that was like right after the meeting and the amount of questions they asked and the, um, intensity of the questions they asked, some That's I weren't great. prepared for. So good. They, they wanted more information and more details and different things spoke to different people. Well, it's because we don't talk about it. Right. You, you probably have such a huge opportunity here in a way, mm -hmm. right? If you can get in the door. That's and right. It, and it is interesting that it's days for girls because I have no idea right. really what that means. <laughs> That's right? right. Yes. Which is really quite. I mean, it's more than clever. It's great branding, and it's mm -hmm. it's it's very interesting. So, so tell me more about what you've learned about oh um, from an activist perspective, from an advocacy perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, what you know, I'm going to give you about four questions in a row here. Okay. You know, what 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 makes you angry now? What what have you learned oh about my. gender disparity? What have uh -huh. you learned about the uh, you know in this Trump-like era that we live in? Mm -hmm. What have you learned about the 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 these yeah, this disparate power? Mm -hmm. you know, gap right. that we have pretty much, pretty much everywhere. Pretty actually. much everywhere. Yeah, pretty yeah. much everywhere. So, um, 
Man, everything bugs me now, really. When I, <laughs> That's when your tagline. Yeah, that should tag be on your business card. Everything bugs everything me. Everything bugs Adrian Franklin, everything, everything bugs, bugs me, me now. Yeah. Because everything is so interconnected. Yeah, that's um, true. But periods um, are a really easy way to keep girls and women from being equal to men. Because hmm. you can keep them home. You can keep them ashamed. You can keep them mm. feeling guilty. The shame, right? right? Of course. So depending on what your culture tells you about it or your religion tells you about it, some people have I to forgot, stay home. Forgot, forgot about the religious aspect. Oh of yeah. This. yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like you can't absolutely. touch holy books in some religions when you have right. your period. Of course. Because yeah. you're unclean. I'm like, how are you unclean? Some yeah. people say the more you bleed, the more evil you have inside of you. Wow. Like it, wow. it's quite shocking. Yeah. Um. So there is some shame that comes with it. We come along and we go. Hey, okay, guys, <laughs> girls, sorry. Um, right, guys in the most inclusive sense of the word. That's right, in the most inclusive yes. Here's what a period actually is. Mm. And we tell them the biological reason and right. what, and that you have an egg inside of you or two, you know, and this is what happens. And they're just like, what? Because <laughs> they've never been they, taught that. They've never been taught. Wow. They also don't tell them that that's when they can get pregnant. Mm. Because then they may right. not want to, you know, have sex and get pregnant. So they try to keep that from them. So we go in and tell them, now you can get pregnant. Here's how that actually happens, which some people don't want us to share. Right. Um, and here's what your period is, and you're going to have it for 40 years. <laughs> and, right. You know, right. so a friend of mine the went... The good news and the bad yeah, news. Yeah, so a friend of mine went to, it's a bit of an aside, but she delivered in St. Lucia. And uh, she brought back some pictures, and I looked at one, and there were a bunch of girls that did not look happy. So a whole mm. bunch of them were smiling and holding their kits and like, yeah. In the front when you say they delivered, delivered the kits. Delivered the kit. Oh, did the okay, education thanks. Not delivered piece. a baby. Did not deliver a baby. Okay. Delivered Good. the kits. That's an important distinction yeah. to make. She delivered yeah. 60 kits to junior high students. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so I said, what's with the unhappy girls? Like, I'm just curious. And she said, well, when we did the talk about what periods were, any girl that doesn't have their period didn't know that it was coming. It's not something talked about. Hmm. So they right. were hearing about this for the first time. Right. So we're going in and being like, you're going to bleed for a week a month. Right. And they were like, right. what? Is, like, this is not okay. Right. So they were super sad. The girls that already had their periods were excited because right. it meant they weren't right. going to miss school anymore. So it's such an opportunity to me, it seems, to, to, to uh, I don't know, tell me more if I'm going down the right path here, but to, um, to build relationships in a really interesting and unique and and vulnerable way, yes, right? To yes. build trust and to, I mean, talk about the like. I'm always looking for 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 the leveler. How how is it that I can go into a community as a development worker, mm -hmm. and and say, yeah, I'm six foot two and I'm bald and I'm white and right. and I'm probably really wealthy financially, right? Compared to you, Relative, I might be yeah. bankrupt emotionally or spiritually, right? But I got that lots of cash, yeah. right? Right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I can hide it, yeah. You know. But, but what, you know, so, so, I mean, this to me is just, you know, we're all in this together kind of, right? Yeah, I'm, I mean, right. I, I mean, if there's anything I'm preaching, if I can even use that word, it's this idea of similarity through difference. And, mm -hmm. and yes, we're all different, but man, we're, 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 we really are in this together. We are embraced. We are included. Yeah. And, and boy, that's a, that's a tough message to to, to, to get across mm -hmm. and to take hold. Maybe to get across, not so hard, right. but for it to take hold is, is a little harder, right? It is. And periods are one thing that unite all women in the world, mm. right? Like it's mm. one thing we all have in common. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes girls don't know that. So when, right. you know, when our, so my friend that delivered the kits, she goes and she's like, 
yeah, you know, I'm current. I currently have my period. And the girls are like, whoa, like there's an adult talking about right. having a period, right. and she's white and she has right, a period. Right, and right, like, right, right. There, it's a level of commonality that you can find, um, especially in communities where it is not discussed. Well, and isn't it true? I think it's true that if you want to build trust with people, you get vulnerable. Absolutely. Right? You break down, you, and what a great way to break down a barrier. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, it's going to feel weird, and but to talk about something like the period, or, mm -hmm. or, or sex, or death, or that, religion, right. something that, that is potentially uh, going to explode, I suppose, depending on the room you're in, mm -hmm. um, but it can really break those barriers down. I mean, I suppose it can build them up too. Right. But when we're vulnerable with others, it seems to me that most often mm -hmm. people are willing to to sort of, um, you know, acquiesce in return, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I end up, even when I talk to groups, not so much with a rotary group, but when I speak to people my age or younger women, if I talk about my own experience first, it opens the floodgates. Right, right, if I just go right. in and be like, you tell me about your period, people right, are like, well, who right, are you? Right. But if I go in and say, well, no, I didn't know what it was until I got it, they're like, really? Like it's, yeah. So, yeah. so that's really interesting. So your experience, love it, love to hear more. Um, a lot of folks look at these issues, you know, whatever they are, gender disparity or, or extreme poverty, uh, violence, terrorism, and so on, and go, yep, way too big for me, mm -hmm. not interested, thanks very much. They may not say that, right? <laughs> but, but but you know, it's pretty easy to get, get distracted by what's going on in, in our own families, and that's fine, and, yep. and we need to be, you yep. know, that's where we need to be focused, and, and we need to be building our communities and, 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 and working at the jobs we work at. Yep. But... But it seems like you've got an extra uh, passion for this in a way that maybe others don't. Um, can you can you offer some insight into that? Um, you know, I'm always hoping, that, you know, that people will listen to these podcasts and go, "Wow, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Love to get involved." Maybe not into this organization, right. but but wow, maybe Something. maybe I actually can change the world, right? right? So I think another part of the appeal of Days for Girls is how tangible it is. It really is tangible. So you are, it's so simple, It's right? so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. And at the end of the day or the month or whatever, you're ho we're making kits and we're holding mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And you're just thinking about the girl that that's going to is saying, like, this is going to, mm. if you use this, and the, mm -hmm. the usage rate is huge. Like when mm. we follow up, mm. the girls that get the mm. kits use the kits. That's amazing. Um, so you know what's going to change their life. Like they might stay in school an extra three years. They might... Be able to put off marriage, having kids, not till they're 30, but until they're 17 or until they've right, graduated. Right. They might not be forced into a marriage because they're, they're able to stay in school and keep up. So it, I think it's the tangibility of being able to do something small, but knowing that it has a real impact is what people need to look for in something. And, and this to me was so obvious. Mm -hmm. Like you're literally sewing it with your hands mm. and you know that it's going to somebody who's pretty cool. going to love it. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not just going out and, and hosting a cocktail reception right. or doing a garage sale or a just run giving or whatever money to and giving whatever. money. Yeah. You're doing that, but you're also actually creating these things. It's it's pretty cool. So so where um and I'm, I'm asking this sort of globally and inclusively. Okay. Where are the men in all of this? That's a great question. <laughs> so, um, am I just writing you a check tonight? Yeah, yeah that's Is right. That, you know? For all of men. That's right. For men everywhere. <laughs> for men everywhere. Um, <clears throat> so there are some men involved, uh, for sure. Uh, we have translators in some countries mm, that are mm -hmm, men that get involved, mm -hmm. but we also have men that are major stumbling blocks. So men are involved in mm -hmm, good and bad ways. Mm -hmm. um, so, in, so for instance, uh, one of the teams I know was doing a distribution, a big distribution, I think 400 kits. And the principal called and said, if you don't bring something for the boys too, you're not coming. 
Interesting. She'd already bought her tickets. She'd already had the wow. kits made. Okay. And so she whipped together something that's not general practice, of course. Right. That's yeah. not what yeah. we're about. Yep. Yep. But to get it to the hands of those girls, now she had to kind of play ball right. with that. Right. And like that to me, like I hear stories like that and it yeah. just infuriates yeah, it me. Yeah, must right? make you crazy. Yeah. And that's why we give our kits out hand to hand to the girls. There's what, no middleman. Can, can you say what it was that you that, that she had to bring? Was it like a toy? Was it like a game? Oh, or? no. It was, I think, underwear and soap. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And I actually had that response at a rotary group I went to. One of the men put his hand up at the end of my presentation and said, what about the boys? Yeah. And I said, what about the boys? Yeah. And he said, well, shouldn't you take them soccer balls or something? Right. And right. I said, interesting. Last I heard, girls, like, also played soccer. Maybe. We could take right, them for everybody. Right, right, and the idea right. that girls getting a period kit is equal to a boy getting a soccer ball right. was shocking to me. Yeah, I, like yeah, I was very I taken aback. And I do get that response from men sometimes. Yeah. What about the boys? Yeah. No, I'm sure you do. And yeah. I'm like, okay, let's look at some statistics. <laughs> and like, yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, there's a, there's an edge to the question that makes sense. But. Right. But. And it's a huge but. Yes. Let's look where the pendulum's sitting right now That's currently, right. folks. <laughs> right. Exactly. And let's look at the stats. Let's look at the research. Let's look at what's currently going on. Just look at the news. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Forget about the academic <laughs> research. Mm. So, so maybe we need to be sensitive to the young boys that are there and we need to tell them why we're here and giving out the kits and maybe, maybe there is something we can do to offset that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, no, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. But, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember teaching a course, uh, at Humber College and having one student who was kind of, he was the guy that would always raise his, what about the boys? What about the men? So, and, and it was really interesting. And I mean, to some degree I thought, you know, to his credit, wow. He feels open enough to, to at least <laughs> right? say this. Yes. But there was an edge to it that was deeply, deeply troubling. Yes. And and because I think there's an edge to it that's actually really healthy, because if you don't take the men into consideration, right? If you don't educate men as well and young boys and mm-hmm. my kids and so on, and it's just going to continue on in the same Absolutely. way, right? Yep. So so there is a sense in which the what about boys question maybe not soccer balls, but but. Yeah. Right. There's a there's a, and you guys have a new program, don't you? That... We do. It's very new. I don't yep. know a lot yep. about it, but yep. it's called Men First. Good. And it's to educate men and yeah. boys on exactly. periods and women's issues as well. Yeah. Because it does affect the community, right? Yeah. And Absolutely. and they don't know either what it is. They, I mean, they'll know girls can get pregnant, but they don't understand biologically what a period is, and everybody gets them. And I'm guessing, even from my own upbringing, if dads knew a little bit more about this stuff, mm-hmm. if dads were willing to talk about this stuff a little bit more and mm-hmm. weren't shaming and, 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 and imposing guilt of one kind or another, probably be in a bit of a healthier place. It I seems think so. To me. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So, so we're gonna have to wrap it up in a couple of minutes. But tell me, so, so how do how do people? Get, I mean, you can go to the website daysforgirls.org, of yep. course. You can yep. donate. Yeah. What about uh, t- what? What's what's even better than that? What's even better than that? We always need hands-on labor, especially mm. if you can sew or surge. <laughs> we right. we need a lot of care goes and detail goes into these kits. Otherwise, they will not mm. last two to four years. Mm. And when you think that they're used, you know, a good 60 days a year, <laughs> they need to last. Um, so if you're a first-time sewer, you might want to hone up your skills a little bit before <laughs> you come out, but uh, we always need sewers. We need fabric. Um, hotel soaps is a thing that we collect. Uh, hmm. that people who travel 
they have to be new and unused. I get people who want to like, I only used it once. I'm like, that's too many times. So right. if they're wrapped, right. it's good. Um, but yeah, we, it's, it's people. Right. Yeah. Right. And right. getting the word out. And when I find when people hear about it, they're, they're like me. I never had thought about it. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Right. Until yeah. I read yeah, that absolutely. posting about kits yeah. and I went to the website. I'm like, Oh, right. Like I take it for granted. I can go to the store and I can buy. Absolutely. Them. The things we take for granted. The things man, we take. Remarkable. So one of my mother-in-laws just took kits to uh, Fort Albany because okay. even in indigenous communities in Canada, right. They're marked up two to three times what we pay here. So they're a bit of a luxury item. So can I start my own club or my own team? Or? You can start your own team. It's a bit more of a process now yeah, in that you uh, you need to do some quality control and that right. sort of thing. Right. Uh, you They don't want too many in a city. Oh, so, I see. Okay. Right? Like, so okay. if I only have 20, 25 volunteers, starting one next door to me might not be. Right. And a U.S.-based organization, is it? Uh, it was started in the U.S. Okay. Um, but we have over 1,100 teams around the world. Wow, yeah, amazing. It is. Yeah, so the U.S., Canada, and Australia are the big ones. Then Europe and different parts yeah. of Asia have some teams. Um, but yeah, a team, you don't have to do a certain amount of fundraising or a certain number of kits or whatever. Um, you can. Yeah, That's sure. more chapter territory. Sure, right, okay. Um, but yeah, teams, uh, they used to be easier to start up. Now they're a little tougher because we want to make sure that teams are producing right. and are right. active. right. Because a team um, not doing anything have, doesn't help. Have, so, so just to sort of wrap it up here, have yeah. you got have you got a story uh, that you can tell that 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 you you've been made aware of in the last whatever mm-hmm. since you started that that's just I don't know brought a tear to your eye, changed the way you see the world, oh. uh, thought about things a little bit a different. Good I don't know. story or bad story? <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Let's yeah, we don't have to end on a positive <laughs> note. I'll I'll leave that up to you. It doesn't have to be a positive note. No, so I I mean. I set up at the Creative Festival one year, and it was a, it's a big craft festival. So a lot of sewers, mm. knitters, those sure. kinds of people yep. come. And I set up, and I spoke to hundreds of people over those I three bet. days. And a lot of people didn't stop because it's the charity booth, and like, yeah, yeah, you of know, course. you want money. Can ask me to donate. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we're you know, periods. Like you're holding things up, and and I think the most interesting thing I found is how older women that. A lot of them use systems even more archaic than what we're making through Days for Girls, right? Like hmm. women I meet it, who grew up in Canada, hmm. who are in hmm. their 50s, 60s, they use these belt systems. They use these weird underwear. They used all hmm. these things. Hmm. Um, they really have a heart for it. I find hmm. that even... Yeah, so I find the older women really have this connection to it because they struggled with theirs. Yeah. It was an issue for them. Right. Yeah. My generation... We have empathy, but it's not the same. It's not the we same. We haven't had yeah. the same struggle. We didn't have to wash ours. We didn't have right. to borrow from right. our mother. Right. Yeah. We didn't that have... would be absurd, actually, right? To, right. The, to, to our generation in this part of the world. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but once I tell stories, mm. um, and once you hear stories of like um, when you give kits out, like when people come back and say the reactions, and, and some girls cry, and some women, because they're just like, they, they know it's life changing. Yeah, like they're des- these girls that we so give them to are desperate remarkable. to go to school. So right now they'll use rocks, they'll use leaves, they'll There's use no grass. Wow. wow. And then wow. we come along and we're like, yeah. look at this. And yeah. like, what? So simple. The li- I mean, I've been sort of preaching a, and it's certainly not my notion, but the little things, you know, make all the difference in all the, the world, difference. right? And it's yep. just wow. You couldn't you couldn't find a, a simpler issue to get involved with to to change somebody's life, you yeah. know, it's it's really remarkable. Uh, today, talking with uh, Adrian Franklin here, days uh, days for girls, uh, check it out, check it out online, daysforgirls.org. dot uh, 
and I, I'm guessing they're coming soon to a theater near you. Thanks, Adrian, for your, for your time today. Thank you very much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.